Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Welcome to I Am Anna Man. This week we'll be remembering one of my old acting friends and we'll be talking a little bit about the environment and how to avoid vegans. Anna Mann here, um, actress, singer, uh, shell picker. I used to pick shells off the beach for a living. Um, I've done it all, darling. I've done it all. I'm well known for my work, of course, on television. Um, I was in Tiffle Down the Wind, the long-running drama series all about um uh it was all about a sort of family living in norfolk and nothing much else happened but it was you know that was the the, the setup was great but then no story or anything really we a lot of it was just as walking but it was very popular for some reason um yes yeah, so i was in that i've you know I, i'm well known for my painting i do a lot of works of art which i sell here in brighton down on the beach um, mainly just, you know, just sort of throwing paint at a brick or something, you know, or just sort of some of its physical art, you know, like, for example, me pushing a trolley around up and down. Um, it doesn't make a lot of money, but, you know, I, I feel like I'm doing it. I'm really doing it. Um, and, of course, I appear in many, many, many plays. Here in Brighton, I appear in, uh, I appear in a lot of attic theatre, which is where you sort of... It's very clever. You... Um, it's a lovely little thing that's just started in Brighton recently, actually, where you, you go into someone's attic while they're asleep and you start performing a play. It's really clever. It's really clever. All the kids are doing it. It's really cool in the, you know, in the theatre world. Um, you start doing a play upstairs in the attic and then the audience, uh, the, the people who live in the house, wake up and they, you know, what the hell's going on? They come up to the attic, they open the door, and there you are, you know, as Lady Windermere or a Cleopatra, full costume, you know, and you're doing this show. And they, and they end up, they always end up watching. They always stay to the end, you know, which is a surprise because it's very rare that they get angry. Once they, I mean, that's theatre, isn't it, really? I've always said, if you could replace the bombs with, I don't know, complete works of Brecht, you know, or um, I don't know, just just a, a, if you could replace it with just a, you know um, Francis Delator, drop Francis Delator into Iraq and see what happens. You know, less people will die, and some people might actually stop wanting to. You know what? I don't know what the Iraq War was about. I know I was against it though, very very vigorously and very violently, but. I've been wondering what to do of late. You know, my, my last husband, um, mm -hmm, Roger Peter Frank, he, um, the architect, good architect, not a great lover, you know, and I, t I would tell him that, you know, I would tell him it before, during and after making love. 
um, Roger, you're not a good lover, you know, and eventually they, I think it got too much for him, you know. Um, and he was really trying. I mean, you know when someone's really... You know that wonderful clip of the Olympics? You know when the chap... What is it? Is it when he's, he's running. He's running, running. Who's the runner? Who's the one who does the running in no, the Olympics? Oh, it could be him or it could be someone completely different. Same bolt? Um, he's oh he's not him oh he's lovely oh yes he's lovely I've got a, I've got a sort of cut out of him in my bedroom he's lovely um, no I, I can't it was a while ago but anyway there's a bit where his leg goes and his dad comes out and helps him over the finishing line oh, oh god oh I'm crying now thinking about it oh god oh god and he gets over the last and it is almost there isn't he and then. And did they fix his leg? Do you know this is Phil, by the way, my producer? Hello. Did they fix his leg? I, I, I don't. I don't. Remember. Can you fix a leg like that? I think so. God, God, shit, shit! Making love to Roger was a bit like you know that chap trying to get over the finishing line. He was giving it all he had. You know, he was going for it. He was putting 110% in, but at the end of the day, if your member snapped, you're not going to get over the line unless your dad comes and helps, you know, and, and sometimes his dad did actually come and help, which was incredibly weird. Incredibly weird. And his dad was really old. Ooh, still feeling sad about that runner. What a runner. It was really good, wasn't he? Really good. You know, I wish someone had come and helped me. You know, just in life. Because I feel like that runner, really. Just, you know, every time my agent calls and says, um, Anna, can you stop calling? You know, every time I um, every time I fall down, a, a, you know, a manhole again or something like that. Or every time I, you know, I, I wake up and I realise I've eaten an entire cake. you know, and, and I mean, a you know, a panna cotta. I think I wish someone had come. My dad anyone and just get me over the finishing line you know I don't mean I'm not talking about euthanasia I mean as in just just help me out really as in just give me 20 quid that's what I'm I, I guess I'm saying you know actually to the listeners if anyone wants to give me 20 quid do we're going to talk about three things today so today we're going to talk about um getting older slash death family daughters and mothers fathers and sons uncles Maybe an auntie. And finally, let's talk about the environment. Because we've only got one, apparently, you know, and it's it's falling to bits. It really is an absolute shithole, this planet. So, which of those would you like to start with, Phil? I think we should start with those we've lost. Remembering those we've, remembering those we've yeah. lost. Okay, so this section is called Remembering Those We've Lost. Now, I'll talk about a dear friend of mine who I've talked about before. Some of you may have heard this story. I apologise, but, you know, we do have some new listeners. So I'd like to talk about drunk old Freddie Basden. There was a man. There was a real man. OK, real, real actor. Forget O'Toole, forget Reed. He was a real hellraiser. In fact, they made a film based on his life called Hellraiser. I think it's about him. It looks like him on the cover. But he'd be out there, you know, every night when we were filming. Um, we worked together on a, a, a series, a wonderful series called Tissues. It was all about people who kept crying. It was lovely. People who couldn't stop crying, you know. Um, 
really hard. A lot of witch hazel shoved in my eyes just to make that happen. Fuck, it was horrible. Awful. Awful month. Anyway, Drunkle Freddy Baston kept us going. And the reason he was called Drunkle Freddy Baston was because, well, he was a massive drunk, you know. But in those days, being drunk was fun. Whereas nowadays it's, you know, but back then it was like, woohoo! Oh, he's a drunk! Get him in the show, he'll be fun, you know. Anyway, drunk old Freddie Baston, when we were filming, I remember he'd be off. As soon as we finished, bang, straight out the door. Are we done? Off, you know? And he'd be out cavorting and, and cavolving, galloping around the town, you know, um, causing mayhem, mischief. We were filming in Skipton. And every night he'd be out hitting the restaurants, the nightclubs, the pubs, you know, groping the women, fighting the men, you know, proper old school 70s stuff, groping all the women, fighting all the men, groping the men, fighting the women. He didn't care, you see. He'd just grope it or he'd fight it. Once it was a lamppost, you know, we found him and he was just groping this lamppost. It was really living life, you know. He didn't let, he didn't let stuff hold him back and that was the great thing about him. But the thing about Freddy, and you don't get this with, you don't get this with young actors anymore, you know, because you just don't get this sort of thing anymore. But in the old days, the thing about Fred, no matter what he'd had to drink or snort or probe, yes, probe the night before, he'd be there the next day on set, 8am, which was too early. We didn't start till 10. But there he'd be ready to go, full costume, never his own. And as soon as that little red light came on, okay, as soon as the director said, action, yeah, as soon as filming began, every time, without fail, you don't get this with young actors, every time, without fail, no matter what it had been up to, no matter how late it had been out, no matter how much he drunk or snorted or ate, every time, as soon as the director said, action, without fail, every time, he'd shit himself. And it was very thick black, Ooh, it's, you know, real 70s poo. You don't get it anymore. It's like tar, you know. It's flooding out the bottom of his trousers. A sort of viscous, viscous consistency. You know, really, a very pudgent, really get up your craw, you know, up your nose, right into your, your brain pan. And it, it would make you throw up. You know, I'd throw up. And then the smell of that. And everyone would, you know, when someone throws up, then you start throwing up. You know, it happens all the time. You're on a ship perhaps, and someone throws up and you go, I'll have a bit of that, and you start throwing up. He's like, so the whole crew and cast would just be throwing up, you know. And then it would become, you know, we'd just slip up in it and we'd just be rolling around on stage, you know, rolling around in, in shit and sick. I mean, it was the 70s, as I say. Rolling around in shit and sick. Um, ugh, horrific. Absolutely horrific. And this happened, I think, eight or nine times to someone, probably the director, turned round to Fred and said, Fred, it's got to stop, you know? We love you, you're visceral, you're real, your acting choices are incredibly brave, but you are shitting all over the stage, you know? So, bless you, Fred, if you're up there somewhere. Um, in the end, he did, he, did, um, he did die, bless him. Um, still shitting, still shitting. Um... I think it was a... I don't, how did he die? I think he... Well, I... I want to say he drowned in his own shit. No, I don't want to say that, because that's horrible, isn't it? I think he just... I think he fell over, and then something rolled over him. Let's leave it at that. 
Um, we don't need, we don't, Fred, we don't want to remember how you went because it was unpleasant. All deaths are unpleasant, really, apart from the good ones, apart from the big ones, you know, Othello, Hamlet. But all deaths are horrible. And when there's someone like that, an epic man, you know, and nowadays he'd be, I mean, he'd be a villain, wouldn't he, really? Possibly. But back then he, I think he just, he just made the cut. You know, he just died before that stuff stopped being cool. And I think, good on you, Fred. You know, you just got out. Um, so here's to Fred. Then we've lost. Love you, babe. If you're listening up there, down there, let's face it. And he's hell. He's a right monster. <laughs> oh, goodness. So that was a little segment called um, then, what we, then What We Did Lose. Then What We Did Lose. Those We've Lost. Then We've Lost. Then... What's the grammar? Not good at grammar. Then what you lo- those, those we've lost, I think, yeah. Is that it? I Doesn't seem enough words. Um, I'm very much one to throw in four words when I could use... Well, I, well when, I, when I could be quiet. People who we've lost? No. Them... Them and... Them what we've lost. Let's call it that. Them what we've lost. Because then that's got a sort of, you know... You sure? common of the people sort of appeal to it you know then what we've lost you can see that on bbc3 couldn't you that's a reality show just about dead people then what we've lost then what we've lost reggie yates then what we've lost we're talking about then what we've lost you know yeah that sort of thing One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss so what is going on with the environment um i mean okay phil What's going on with the environment? We can discuss. This is this section I've decided is called Anna and Phil discuss stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, what is going on with the environment? What's made you worry about the environment? Well, I mean, what's it for? I thought it was just about having more trees, you know, but apparently it's much more than that. You know, they're telling me not to eat any more cows. Yeah. Which is, I mean, apparently what happens is the cows eat the food. Yeah. We make food. Hmm. Is this right? Corn. Right. Hay. I yeah. don't know. What is it? Ice cream. I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, food. Popcorn. Mm. We give it to cows. Then cows 
than we eat the cows. Yeah. So why is that a problem? I think, I don't think that, is that a problem? I think so, yes. Well, they said farming is causing the planet to, to erupt, you know, to sort of fall apart. I know that cows create methane, which is bad for the... Um, well, so do I, die. Mm. you know? How much, I mean, how much methane are you creating now? You're only a one lot. woman. Really? A hell of a lot, especially since I turned 50. Um, would you ever consider becoming a vegan? I thought you were going to say a cow. Um, <laughs> and yes, I would. A vegan? Well, they, they, I've ta- I thought about it a bit. Hmm. The other day I did it, because it's January, of course, and, and in January you do your resolutions. My resolution was to be a vegan, mm-hmm. or at least pretend to be one to my friends. Yeah. But I thought, no, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. Got up. What time did I get up? You know, 2 a, two p.m., something like that. Uh Right, come on, Anna, you're going to be a vegan. First thing I see is a sort of uncooked sausage on the floor. And yeah. I just chomp it down, you know. Cause uncooked? I was, well, it was, I'd had a big session the night before, you know, and I just had to eat something. So it didn't last long. But, but the will was there. Mm. Oh, God, the will was there. Fuck, I wanted to be a vegan. So I thought I'll try again, you know. Um, then I went out to a restaurant with my, my friend, uh, Jimmy Peters. I don't know if you know him. No, I don't. Do you know him? No, he can play the piano with his feet. He's lovely. He's really lovely, which is great because there's nothing. No, oh. No arms. Oh, right. But he, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Peters, he was, he was, he was lovely. And we met up, met up in a sort of, um, well, it's, it's, it's a restaurant, but it's sort of in a car park. You know, it's one of these Brighton things. Mm. Uh, and it's in a car. Um, uh, and it's very small, but uh, I was looking through the menu and I was like, oh, what shall I have? What shall I have? You know, and there, you know, but you just couldn't have anything really. I mean, there were six or seven vegan options, but yeah. I just didn't like the idea of them, you no. know, and I was really trying. I was really trying to be a vegan at yeah. this point. Really. I mean, really, you know, going for it. Yeah. But I, I had a bacon sandwich okay. uh, in the yeah. end and then I had a pork chop mm. with with mash, mm. so that's a potato. That's okay. That's a potato. Mm. Um, and some peas. But mm. then I did I did actually ask if I could have another pork chop instead of the peas. So mm. the veganism was just getting worse and worse. And then that night, um, when I say night, you know, night to me is sort of 3am mm. is when it begins. In a different timeline. Yeah, well, yeah. pretty much. Uh, I was down on the beach and um, someone, someone was cooking some, um, you know, stuff on a barbecue meat and fish and all sorts of stuff. You know, we live in Brighton, so yeah. it's fine. You know what it's like. You just walk around and you get given food. It's wonderful. And then, you I mean, you have to pay for it. And yeah. it, was, it was very expensive, actually. Mm. And he said, um, do you want some of this meat, ma'am? Mm. And I said, no, thanks. I'm a vegan. I'm trying to save the planet. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. told him that's good. I, I told him. I made it very clear. Mm. And he, But, he, you know, he was just, oh, he said the magic words. What, and what are they? Go on. And then I had, you know, and I ended yeah. up having, again, it was sort of six or seven sausages and a couple of couple of rashes of bacon. And then, um, yeah. And in the end, I actually went to the supermarket, bought some more and threw it on the barbecue for mm-hmm. him, you know, just to keep the thing going. And by the end, he had just tell me to stop, stop buying any more meat. Um, but the will is there. And I think that is the important difference, you know, mm. say between me and someone like, you know, just picking someone at random, Donald Trump, mm. you know, who is, a, you know, who is, I think, probably the opposite of me in every, in every way. He's a man. He's 
he's very ugly. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any hair. No. Well, I don't know. Something's going on with the hair. Whereas my hair, of course, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. He's an American. Yeah. He's white. Right. He well, I mean, when you know, my my ethnicity is very. Oh, I'm from all over the place. Shall oh, we I say? didn't know. You know. I'm from all over the place. Oh yes. Oh yes. So where, where, you can trace it back. Oh. Mm. To the Apaches. I'm actually descended from a tribe of Apaches. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Does that, how does that manifest itself in your day-to-day? In my day-to-day... Well, life. I mean, it's not, you know, I mean, I don't go... Or anything no. like that, you know, but I can fashion a tomahawk. Um, and I can live outside, mm-hmm. because I've had to mm. a few times, you know, when times have been tough. Um, and, of course, this is where this love of the environment... Yes, I mean, I feel like I'm one with nature. I feel like nature. I feel like nature isn't so much. It's not just. It's a mother. Yes, mm-hmm. it is my mother. It's all our mothers, but it's also a sister. It's a friend. Someone I owe a lot of money to, but they're letting me off. Maybe they've let me off too long, you know. And I'm going to have to pay that check in to them, mm. and then I'll be penniless. You see what I mean? You see what I'm describing? I'm describing electric cars. Oh, no, I didn't. didn't. Have you heard about electric cars? I have, yeah. My question, where does the electricity come from? You see? Yeah, it's a a very good point. Mars? I don't know, you know, magic? No. Also, driverless cars, they'd be good. They'd be good. Although, to be fair, I'm an actor, so I've spent most of my time just being driven anyway. Um, And to be honest, I sort of... I had to do this thing when I was filming... You know, I mean, this sounds awful, but people who drive you. Have you ever been driven? Yeah, sometimes time, yeah. Um, worst people on the planet. I mean, let's, come on, let's, I mean, it's time to stop beating around the bush on this. We, we have to pretend we like them, but no. They will talk. They all voted leave. They often eat while they're driving. Some of them text. Some of them, you know, once I got picked up, and I said, excuse me, darling, you know, can you please turn the radio down? I'm trying to sleep. He said, it's, you know, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. I said, I know, I've just got up, you know. And he's, I, I, I said, where's, you know, where's the meat? There's no meat in this car. There's nothing. What? And he said, well, we don't normally have meat. Would you like a mint? I said, no, I don't, are, you saying, are you saying my breath stinks? Is that what you're saying? You know, he said, no, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying, you know, we, we, we've got some mints, but we don't have any. We can stop for some meat. And I said, well, are you buying? He said, no, I'm, I'm your driver. I drive the car, you know. And then it was all like, all right, darling. You know, so they say things like that. All right, darling. All right, love. And you think, I'm not your, I'm not your fucking darling. I'm not your fucking love. I'm the actor. You're the driver. Drive, you know. So you prefer a driverless? So basically what I'm saying is I, I blot them out mm. and, and mentally I pretend they're not there anyway. Oh. So it's, it's, to be honest, it's been like having a driverless car anyway for years. That's great. Um, yeah. So the environment is really getting bad and people like Trump, mm. my nemesis in all ways, race, creed, colour, mm-hmm. um, appearance, and what, I mean, what are the things he's up for? He wants a wall with Mexico? Yep. A wall between America and Mexico. I mean, why, haven't we got enough walls? You know? I mean, 
If you take the walls away, does the house not still stand? You know, in some ways? I mean, not in a... Well, maybe, all right. Okay, you take the walls away. Yeah. But we all get together. Mm -hmm. We all lift our arms up. And we hold that ceiling up. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Do you see what I mean? I do. I see what you're guessing at, yeah. Mm. Then we don't need walls. We won't be able to do anything. No. Because we'll all be holding the ceiling up. But occasionally, perhaps one of us can go to the toilet if there's enough of us keeping the ceiling up. Do it in shifts. Do it in shifts. Mm. Do it in shifts. I.e. a universal wage. Exactly. Do you see what I'm getting at? I see what you mean. Mm. So what else is wrong with the environment? Meteors. I think that's a real problem. I mean, they go on and on about rainforests and CO2 and H2O or whatever, you know. But what about the bloody meteors? I mean, they're... What? How often are meteors... Con- Apparently there's fucking millions. They're all over. They're all over the universe and they're just flying around. They could hit us at any time. We need a sort of force field or something, yeah. don't we? Or, or I don't know. I mean, what do you do? Build a wall. Build a wall around the planet. Mm. Or more carbon. Strengthen the carbon. Harden the carbon. Mm. So that... Well, A, the sun won't come in, but that's all right. We don't need it. We've got light bulbs now. You know, we're not apes. Um, B, any meteors will hit the wall. They'll be fine. Mm -hmm. It'll be a bit, you know, shaky. What's going on up there? It's all right. It doesn't matter. You know, and also, um, I mean, what? um, Your ice cream won't melt. You know, there's so many, so many. Advantages. And that's just one idea. What I think Mm. what I'm trying to say, Phil, is with the environment... Let's have ideas. Let's, I think there's a lot of talk with people are like, a lot of people I talk to, Sue Clinch, my best friend, she will talk about the environment and she'll just go, oh, well, it's, it's fucked, Anna, it's over. Do you know what I mean? We've ruined it. It's too, it's too late now, you know. And I say, Sue, can you not be so incredibly pessimistic? Just give me ideas, a wall around the planet, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what else? Uh, wearing the cow you eat. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is that an idea? It's yeah. an idea, you know. Yeah. Turn the meat into the clothes you wear. The skin. And then every, and then you just pull it off, you cook it, and you eat it. Oh, after you've... Right. No, I mean before... Well, I mean... So so the cow doesn't have to... Hang on, I haven't... I mean, this is new. It just... Right, okay. This is it. I've got it. I've got it. Everyone has their own cow. Right. So we save the space, because the cow lives in your in your flat, in your house. Okay. You have to feed it, so okay. we're not growing the crops for it. Okay? Right. Obviously, then you're having to buy more food, so I guess, but that's all right, because, you know, you can just just get like a big, you know, if you just get a big family pack of something, and then he, the cow has half, and the family has the rest, and okay. that sort of thing. Um, so, and then the cow, and then when it dies, no. And then you eat it. I, don't, I mean, surely that's better. I mean, it's not perfect. But you could only eat it once. You can only keep the, eat the cow once. Well, no, because, I mean, the cow's massive. I mean, even I would take a week to get through a whole cow. So you would need a new cow? A week, pretty a much. A week. Some people, depends. Yeah. Depends. I mean, if you're a vegan, mm. you don't eat the cow at all. Yeah. You can just look at it, you know. What would they or you could, oh, I've got it. The vegans keep the cows for us. Enslave the vegans. What I'm saying is, yes, well, not, I, don't, I think enslave is a very loaded word. I think um, a volunteer is a better one. 
forcible volunteering. For, well, not, I mean, forcible is very loaded, but suggest heavily suggested, heavily penciled. That's what we were saying. Acting, you've been heavily penciled, and you go, "Yes, I've been heavily penciled." And then a week later, you didn't get the job. Okay, fine. Maybe the same with vegans. You know, we heavily pencil the idea of them having a cow um, in their flat or, I don't know, TP, whatever. I don't know where they live, vegans. I mean, I... Yeah. You know. It's a good idea, I think. Well, it's an idea. It's, it's an idea. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to say to Sue Clinch. Don't be pessimistic, you're, Sue. You're trying to... Move, think move just how any idea is better yeah. than, than giving up, mm. you know. But she gave up a long time ago, bless her. That's a shame. If you want to see more, have a little look on the website, which is colinholt.net. Colin Holt, H-O-U-L-T. It's just a name I picked at random. Uh, Colin Holt, H-O-U-L-T dot net, where you can find some information on my tour dates. Anna is going to be appearing, uh, doing a world tour of, um, well, mainly Bath. But there are some other places there. So you can see me throughout the year performing my wonderful show, How We Stop the Fascists, which received... You, you were almost in it, weren't you, Phil? And then, sadly, sadly it was cut. But not because it was bad. Let's make that very clear. But just because I am... I will not share my stage, which has made it very difficult to get any acting work. Great Big Owl.